This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back, Sports to the Max, Minnesota Wild. I've been in a quandary. A lot of us didn't see this coming, but maybe it's, you know, maybe it's because we were playing. I don't know. Bob Mason used to be their goalie coach in his uh, long time. Of course, the UMD and the NHL, long time goalie. Uh, he understands a lot about the NHL and the grind of it. He joins us now. Yeah. Bob, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on again. What, uh, as you see this team over the last week and a half, what do you see that's different? Well, I was out in Phoenix. I just got back last night. I was up playing a little golf last week. Um, good for you. Well, yeah, I had, had a good time. Um, watched a little bit of the game last night on the, on the telephone in the uh, Phoenix airport. But, well, obviously they're giving up goals and they're not scoring up right now. I mean, um, you know, I've heard Dean talking about, you know, Cam and Cap. Well, Cap was looking good. Cam, you know, just some of his comments in the paper, bounces, bad bounces here, bad bounces there. I think it might be a little bit in his head. Uh, one in six in the last seven. I mean, it's, are they worried? Probably not because they got enough talent, I think, in that room. You know, they got a couple superstars, but they got to be concerned. You know, I've been in those rooms where you do win one out of six or one out of seven, and there's concern in those rooms big time at that time. You, is it harder to get a team to score goals or to get a goalie to get hot? Boy, that's a good question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they were scoring, you know, on that streak. I mean, they were scoring about four and a half, five a game. Yeah. And now they're, they've dried up to, you know, getting one or two and they're giving. Then now they're giving up four or five a game. So it's just the opposite. And that's why they're losing. Um a little bit of, you know, they're giving, you know, they, even when they're winning, they were giving up some good chances. But I, again, they were getting that four or five goals and they were winning a lot of games, and even early in the year. I mean, they were, I mean, a lot of puck luck. They scored a lot of goals, six on five, late in the game to tie it and then to go on to win those games. And now instead of getting the goals, they're giving up empty netters. So. It's all kind of flipped a little bit. When when a, when a goalie gets in a bad spot where they're going, I'm not sure, you know, uh, first of all, they're probably trying to hold the other team to, to one because they feel the pressure. Uh, and second, maybe things haven't gone their way. What do you do? You sit down with them and, and, and look at video of their, of their good days. How do you handle it when it's one-on-one coaching like that for a, for a position that's a one-on-one? Yeah, I mean, you go through definitely you go through your, your your game tapes daily or after each game, and uh, um, you might pull some good stuff up uh, earlier, or or you just you know you just got to tell them to stick with it. I mean, um, if they're doing things right, and like you said, I think they're not getting a lot of bounces on their own end. 
I think their net coverage might be a little suspect right now. They're leaving bodies around the net. But you just got to reiterate what uh, you know. What are the strengths of, of, of Talbot or Kakinen, and, and you just got to stress those guys to repeat that stuff in practice and, and go out and try to do the same thing. But then, then you got the mental game. I mean, what comes first, the mental game or the technical game? Yeah. So you got to figure that out too. So if you're easy, you know, try to lighten that 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 mental game, and not get heavy in the mind. You're going to be okay. You get a little heavy in the mind, thing things get a little quick. Bob Mason is our guest, former goalie coach from the Minnesota Wild. Um, you know, when uh, when you're you're also approaching the trade deadline, is that a big thing inside of locker rooms as well? Do do people start hearing rumors and all those things? Is that is that a tough thing to manage sometimes? Well, I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, the guys that are maybe on that on that burner type thing. Um, um, I mean, they've been pretty quiet. I've heard. Garen on the on the radio a few times and on TV that said he's you know he's you know likes his team and um, he's not sure if he wants to disrupt anything in the room. I, you know I've been there before where we I think we picked up Hansel at the trade deadline. Yeah. And uh, he traded a first rounder and you know we had a pretty good thing going. I think we had 106 points that year and um, it just didn't work out. It didn't fit. There was you know the chemistry in the room changed and it was uh, uh, we were out in the first round so it didn't work. So you got to kind of be careful doing that. I mean, if you got a good group and you got a good chemistry in the room, um, you got to be careful what you add or what you subtract big time. And that's, you know, I guess that's why they get the big bucks, those guys. Bob Mason is our guest. Bob, one of your former UMD uh, colleagues, uh, one of our favorites, Tom Kerbers, the late Tom Kerbers, great man. Uh, I used to talk to him a lot about um, uh, the NHL, and he kind of taught me about it more than, than I knew. And uh, he said, you know, uh, you can talk about teams being hot, cold, whatever. But what you really got to look at if you want to predict the postseason is how do they match up with the team they got to get through in the postseason? He says there are teams that can win 10 straight, but you look, and he said the Wild were an example one year, it didn't matter because eventually they were going to have to play Chicago, and, and they didn't match up with Taves and Kane and Duncan Keith, and it didn't matter how hot they got during the year or whatever because they weren't going to beat them in, in, in a long series. When, when you build a team, do you look at that? Do you, do you say, who's the team that we have to get through? Or do you just try to build the best team possible and, and, and take your chances? Well, you're probably trying to build the best team possible, and then you can add, you know, uh, I mean, do we do we need bigger D? I mean, one year in the St. Louis beats in the playoffs. Bigger forwards pushed our D back around the net. They had big D we couldn't even get towards Jake Allen the one year yeah. because they just built a fortress around him. So, I mean, you know, if they match up against Colorado, can they beat Colorado? I don't know. They're going to need everybody on their A game. Um, Colorado's big, fast. Um, their forwards are hungry down low. Are they bigger than our D? Probably they're bigger than our D. So they're going to be they're going to be hungry on the net, and it's going to be a tough night for for a lot of the D man. But uh, um, yeah, you build it the best you can, talent, and then I, like you said, I think you add those pieces. I mean, I think the last got him. I was thinking about this today about. You know, our last two big defensemen. It might have been back with Willie Mitchell and Philip Kuba. Wow, that was a while back. Yeah, they were two big towers, and they protected the net really well. Yeah, so we haven't. Uh, I was just looking, going through that, and I, I can't remember anybody bigger than those two guys back. And that was oh three, oh four, oh five. You know. Yeah. So, what did Jaguar do against you guys in the in the playoffs that time? What was his key? When he, well, when he won it by out, himself for out. Anaheim. 
shut out, shut out, shut out, one goal against. <laughs> it was something, man. It was a piece of art, you know? Well, again, they had Big D. They, they I mean, they had Pronger was there. Pronger, yeah, Pronger was in his prime. I mean, yep. we, God, I mean, Jiggy was, you know, he's a first save goaltender. And if you get a rebound, you're going to, you're going to get some luck on him because he, he didn't move that well, but we couldn't get inside on him. You know, we lose that game in double overtime game one where, uh, Oh, my God, we hit a couple of pipes. And Gabrick had the wide open net, and uh, he threw his paddle down, hit his paddle. Yep. And then they get a two-on-one and, and uh, snipe on Fernandez. But, uh, again, they had big D, and it was tough to get inside, and they won the cup that year. Does, uh, when you look at uh, the worst match, I mean, is Calgary a nightmare matchup right now, or are they just hot right now? Well, they've gone a little up and down, too. I mean, earlier they were – I think they'd lost – six, seven, eight in a row. At one point, this was just a, maybe a month and a half ago. And now they've regrouped it a little bit. They had a lot, uh, you know, a tough run with COVID out there. They had a lot of games canceled. Yep. A lot of guys got COVID. They dropped a bit. Now they're back playing. And yeah, they're big. They're, you know, big forwards are, you know, got some big D. Um, Markstrom's a great goaltender. He's big, agile, uh, tough to beat. Um, so that that would be a tough matchup, no doubt. Did and they're, you, you know, they were in a playoff spot. I did, yeah. <clears throat> a little bit older than him, but uh, um, um, did early, yeah, early. And then I coached, actually, when first few years in Minnesota here, I was coaching, and he was on uh, St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a good player, wasn't he? Yeah, he just parked his – he had good hands, and he's big body, and he'd park himself, his body in front of the net on the power play, and they'd make this little pass across, and his stick would be on the ice, and they'd score on that all the time. Bob Mason is our guest, former goalie coach for the Wild, former NHL goalie, and UMD star as well. Now, now they play Philadelphia and Buffalo, two teams that are struggling. Uh, Philadelphia, you're somewhat attached to because Mike Yo is the head coach now, and and Chuck Fletcher is the general manager. What the heck has happened with yeah. them? They, they they just can't get it right. Yeah, that's puzzling. I mean, they were two years ago in a bubble. They had a what the heck has happened with yeah. them. They, they they just can't get it right. Yeah, that's puzzling. I mean, they were two years ago in a the bubble. They had a good, you know, bubble out east. I think they got to the semis. And then uh, the next year with COVID, they didn't do anything last year. The goal, uh, Carter Hart struggled big time last year. It's a little better, better this year. But, yeah, it's a, that's a puzzle. I mean, they had, you know, a pretty good team on paper. And um, uh, they're just, I mean, Chuck signed Alain Vigneault for, I think he had a three-year deal. He's making five, six million a year. They had to let him go this year. That's why Yosi went in. Um, but uh, they are a puzzle. They thought they'd be much better than that. And, and Buffalo can't get it figured out either, can they? Buffalo can't get it figured out. I mean, they haven't had it figured out since. I remember they came in here. I think they won. Phil Halsey was a head coach. This was three, four years ago. They came in, beat us. I think they won 11 in a row. Yeah, remember that? They had a real run yeah. there. They had a big run, and then they – it won like five games the rest of the season. Yeah, they faded fast, yeah. and, it never, and they had young players at the time, so people thought, oh, boy, this is the up-and-comers, and, and then it just never took hold. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know what um, – I don't know. Yeah, it's – you know, we. I know it's tough when you go through that stuff because you're good, and then you're – you know, even the teams that Yosey had here, we had always top team in the league for 25 games, and then we were, you know, one in ten. You know, it's just a fine line on uh, uh you know physical game and then a you know, just your mental game you start losing a little bit and it, you know if, if you got a good group you can grab it and, and not let it uh linger on or or if you got a shallow group i mean all of a sudden those 
that two three game losing streak turns into ten, and you, you know you have those in the league, you're you're hurting. You're going to be dropping a lot of spots, or you're not going to get back into it. Kaprizov had a nice assist last night to Felino. Uh, it was the team's only goal, but it was the kind that they uh, uh, look for, I guess. What for, like for Kaprizov, somebody that's got that star capability? What's he facing right now? What what happens? Is it in his head? Is it just that they've learned something about him? What is it? Well, uh, Calgary went after him pretty good. Teams will go after him a little bit more, but he's he's you know he's he's a strong kid and he's he's great on the skates and uh, he'll fight through that. Um. You know, he's like a Gabrick. I mean, Gabby, you know, he might be a little off at times, but you don't know. You can strike at any time. And this kid's, I mean, he can make a play. He can shoot the puck. He can, you know, carry the puck up the ice. So he's got that. And then, you know, I mean, him and Zuki are still connected. And, you know, Hartman slowed down a little bit. On You know, he was on a great pace early, but he's he slowed down a bit too. So, um, uh, but you got that kid out there, you know, He's on the same page with Zuccarella. I mean, they can they can win you games. How much do they miss Matt Dumba right now? Yeah, looks like they miss him a lot, doesn't it? It does, and I didn't know how much at yeah. one defenseman. It, it, can that be a huge um, difference? Yeah, I mean, it screws the pairings up a little bit. Um, Matt's a you know rah rah guy in the locker room. He stirs it up, it gets it going, gets the guys cranked up. Uh, he's he's fantastic at that, and. Um, then again, he's, he's, you know, pretty dependable D man eats up some minutes and, um, you know, he can score on the power play too. You know, he's got a hell of a shot and, and, uh, um, but I think it just screws their pairings up a little bit. They can bring a couple more guys on the lower end up and, and, uh, we get by with it for a while, but you know, maybe, you know, any length of time it, it might bite you. <clears throat> If the Wild wanted to make a deal for a goalie, are there a lot out there that you think are capable, or is it hard to get a good one at the deadline? It's hard to get them now, really. I mean, I don't know what Chicago's going to do with Flurry. I mean, Garen's got a little history with Flurry in Pittsburgh, so I don't know if that'd be a something he'd pick up. Uh, you know, they got, then they got the um, Flurry's up. You know, he's uh, his contract expires this year. He's probably making around six and a half or seven, but. Um, for a short-term little run like that, who knows? Maybe. I know um, we sniffed on him a few years ago, actually. Uh, um, didn't get him, but uh, his name was brought up. Do you and like his game to... still? I do, yeah. yeah. I, uh, he kind of struggled out of the gate with Chicago, but he he got some footage and uh, traction for quite a while there. I think he's dropped a little bit lately. I think that they've dropped a little bit. Um, uh, they're certainly out of the playoffs, but, uh, um, you know, he's a – lucky you know just happy-go-lucky guy he's you know he's intense he's uh he make he's light but he's intense put it that way good combination no no uh, you know their uh general manager just said yesterday they're committed to the rebuild now and they're they're throwing in the towel and they're going to rebuild uh does that put taves and kane in play as trade bait and are they still real valuable assets if you wanted to go after somebody or would would that be maybe in the off season or would, would you try to get them this year a team. They were talking about that on TNT tonight, uh, St. Louis Ranger game about uh, possibly uh, would Kane want to maybe go to the Rangers, play with Panarin again. You know, they they were sure. like great. They were a tandem in Chicago. That were you know he's a right-handed. He was a right-handed uh, Kane, yep. pretty much kind of carbon copy. So they were talking about that on TV tonight. So, um, yeah, they. I mean, they've been there what ten, eleven, twelve years now. They they might. Uh, they might, you know, not go through a rebuild and um, 
you know, Taysom been banged up the last couple of years. He's hurt now, but uh, they get some for Kane. These guys are making like eleven to twelve million. Yeah, so you got to be able to absorb that for for starters. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you got to want their skill set, right? Yeah, which is you know they're getting a little older, a little longer than the truth, but they're still dangerous players. I mean, I'd take Kane over Taze just with skill set. Oh, he's sure. so fast, isn't he? Probably just headsy, smart. Yep. You know, puck control, passing, shooting, everything, yeah. Well, Bob, I appreciate it very much. I'll see you at the health club soon, and we'll do this again soon, too. Okay, Mike. You got it. Thanks a lot. You bet, Bob Mason. Nice enough to join us on Sports to the Max on News Talk 830 WCCL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.